Good morning, First Love family. It's Devo time. And as usual, we're broadcasting alive from death row. Today, we're going to be looking at one of my very favorite scriptures. And, it, 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 you know, when people ask, oh, what's God's will for my life? I always point them right here because it's so simple. But let's do this. I was a dead man walking until you left this dead man walking back to life. So Micah 6.8 says, He has shown you, O man, what is good. And what does the Lord require of you? But to do justly, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with your God. In Romans chapter 12, Paul tells us that God has dealt to each one of us a measure of faith. And walking humbly with your God and, 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 and justice and mercy, all of these things are the result of faith. But this measure of faith that Paul talks about it was bequeathed to us at, I love that word bequeathed, bequeathed. It's like, it sounds like a specially wrapped gift, right? But this measure, uh, bequeathed, it's bequeathed to us at the onset of creation, it's in the very creation order. It's in the very speaking things into existence that God did. And the Lord said to Jeremiah the prophet, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. See, he's always known us. Even when he was saying in Genesis 1-1, in the beginning, um, God created the heavens and the earth. He knew you. And God has always pursued us, always will pursue us. And yet, <clears throat> so often, we are a stiff-necked and rebellious people. And it is in God's heart to say, I love you, my child, and I will always be with you. Still, we seem to want to try to govern our own lives. We make our plans. We build our empires. We tear them down. We tire of our accomplishments. We want something new. We want something exciting. <clears throat> and, and, and our problem is that we so wrongly imagine that our freedom lies in this autonomy, this I'm the captain of my own ship. We revel in the idea that no one has authority over us, and we perceive our, our, our selfish pursuits, somehow we perceive them as our freedoms. And then we have this thought that says, oh, if I become a Christian, I will have to give up yada, yada, yada. And, and yada, yada, yada means so much to me. After all, I mean, it's the definition of who I am. And we feel that submitting under the hand of God will be some kind of yoke of bondage. How could, how could it ever be bondage to do what we were created to do? It's in our insistence that our independence is our freedom that, that holds us back. Genesis 1.26, God said, let us go down and create man in our own image. If we're created in the image of God, then of course we're not going to be functioning our true purpose unless we're operating under the unction of God. And these things that we feel make us free, our, our, our ability to go here and do this and be with this person or drink that or smoke this or, 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 or drive this or whatever it might be, the idols that we set up for ourselves in our lives, these things that we feel make us free are actually, actually the chains that prevent us from having the life God wants for us. The Lordship of Christ in our lives is the incomparable, forever, true and deep freedom because once we've given it all to him, we are operating in our design purpose. Imagine a shovel. What's a shovel do? A shovel moves dirt. Powered by a man, a shovel moves dirt. Uh, a shovel is not free. And you might think this is a funny uh, uh, comparison, but a shovel is not free trying to iron a shirt. Even though that shovel may think that it wants to iron that shirt, no, a, a shovel is free when it's operating its created purpose, when it's shoveling. 
And we cannot be truly free until we are, li are living in our purpose. We cannot be truly free until we are living in that Genesis 1.26 statement, let us go down and create man in our own image, given the characteristics and the attributes of God. So we struggle. We fight. We complain. We, as, as, as Jesus asked Paul, why are you kicking against the goads? We kick against the goads. We struggle against God, and yet God is waiting. He's waiting to pour out his unmatched love over our lives and to fulfill in us all that we were created to do. And you know what? We don't even know until we begin to explore the freedom that is in Christ. We really don't fully even understand what we have been created to do. I remember showing up when I got saved and, and, and appointing myself the, the janitor of, of Calvary Chapel Laguna. And I just wanted to clean toilets and lick envelopes and stamps and duplicate cassette tapes. I had no idea what God's purpose was for me. I just wanted to serve him and I did, I did it with joy. How can we imagine that the plans of our limited, finite minds could ever even compare to the plans that the infinite mind and heart of God holds for us. How? How can we even begin to imagine the magnificent future that God has in store for us? Let's pray. Heavenly Father, today help us to seek out justice. Today, help us to be merciful in my thoughts and actions towards others, particularly those closest to me. Lord, today we are going to abandon our own plans and seek the face of the God who loves us. Lord, today we will turn our hearts away from ourselves and look to find you. Lord, today we will slip my hand into yours and, and walk with you, our hearts deeply grateful and deeply humbled. Amen. Have a great day. Join us again tomorrow. Same time, same bat channel. Have a great day and God bless you. I was a This is First Love Church. Welcome home.